everyone, and welcome to Knee Deep Podcasts. Today, we are interviewing a congressional reporter from Huffington Post. He previously was a House leadership reporter for Roll Call and recently survived COVID-19. He was also awarded the prestigious Dirksen Award for congressional reporting. His name is Matt Fuller. How are you doing today, Mr. Fuller? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Now, the question everyone is wondering is, what does having COVID-19 feel like? Uh, well, you know, I, I'm not sure there's a universal experience, but I can tell you that my experience with it was terrible. <laughs> um, it was definitely the sickest I've ever been. Um, I had a temperature as high as a 103.8, but very consistently over 102 into the 103s. Uh, there was a couple days there, maybe three days, where I really didn't move from my bed. Um, I didn't have... I, didn't, I never got the pneumonia, which I think is really what's um, sort of the threshold between, like, truly serious. I mean, I, I think I was in a really bad place, but um, I never got the pneumonia, which uh, I think maybe even saved my life. But I did have breathing issues. Um, I started, started noticing it that I just wasn't getting enough oxygen. It's just this feeling of, like, you're just sort of out of breath, but nothing is wrong, I guess. Um, yeah, and I just, any, basically that, that sort of went away as long as I didn't do anything. So if I was just laying in bed or sleeping, which is what I really chose to do for, uh, really three or four days, I didn't turn on the TV in my bedroom or anything. I just laid in bed uh, and tried to sleep as much as I could. Cause that was really the only time I wasn't in like, you know, you just know you're, so you know, something's wrong with your breathing and that's a really, um, you know, anxiety-ridden feeling. So you, you just, I, I just tried to sleep as much as I could. And basically, any time I woke up from a nap and I'd kind of sleep for an hour or two, um, I'd feel okay. I'd feel like my breathing was sort of back to normal. But if I stayed up longer for maybe an hour or two, I started feeling kind of out of breath. And if I talked at all, uh, that was sort of set me into a tailspin. Like, you just know, like, oh, not, not breathing well. Uh, so I, you know, went to the bathroom, it would be basically an hour of recovery for that. I was just so excruciatingly weak. Um, I was, you know, the, out of the, the, really the breathing is the, the scary part, but I also had those high temperatures and it was just not terrible. And, and really it was terrible. And I'm, I think I'm uh, five weeks basically from my first symptom. I think I, I felt my first symptom on March 15th. I had a fever at night. And I still have, um, my lungs aren't great. So if I try to walk more than like, you know, a quarter of a mile or something, I start feeling it. I still have a bit of a cough, which my doctor said I'm, I'm going to have a cough for four to six weeks. And there's some concerns that I might have some heart issues now that uh, basically my heart was working overtime when, when I couldn't really breathe well. And there might be some permanent damage. So this is, this is something you don't want. And, um, you know, I know everyone experiences it in different ways. Um, and some people have very mild cases, but I can tell you that my case uh, was categorized as severe, even though I didn't have the pneumonia and it was horrible. And while you were going through that, um, like terrible experience, what really kept you going and brought you joy when you were really sick? Uh, not much. <laughs> you know, one, one thing that was nice was I had a lot of people reach out to me 
Uh, a lot of people were concerned. Uh, it was, you know, I, I kind of let a lot of messages go because I, I had sort so, it was actually an overwhelming amount of support from people. Um, some people wanted to talk on the phone, and it's like, I can't, you know, I really can't do that. I really, um, it, it just would take so much out of me, and it, would, it really put me in sort of a tailspin for a couple hours if I tried to talk on the phone and say much more than, you know, anything like, yep, hey, hi, how are you, like that. Uh, one word answers really, but um, it was nice to get that support. I had a lot of people who, you know, were offering, you know, can I bring you food? And I really wasn't eating very much. I, I really didn't really eat from a basically a Thursday night into a Tuesday night. I had a few bites of food, I, and I and I, I I really didn't. I don't know if I really felt hungry. Uh, I would try to eat, and I just that would be it. Uh, I, I'll also tell you just go, sort of to go back on the first question I was having, you know, I, I threw up basically every day. Uh, everyone's people talk about the gastrointestinal issues. I definitely had that, but my uh, vomiting was really from coughing that I coughed so much. I would just sort of hack up and I was, I was trying to drink as much as I could, but um, yeah, I know this answer is sort of all over the place, but yeah, a lot of people, um, brought me stuff and sort of dropped it off and dropped it off at my door. Uh, I had almost drink deliveries most days from people. I basically didn't bother putting the drinks in, in the refrigerator. I'd basically just take a bag of drinks and put them in my bed and reach over. And I, you know, I was trying to drink as much as possible really. Cause, um, I think that helped and maybe prevented the pneumonia. I also was trying to sit up so I wouldn't get the pneumonia, which people say is important that you don't want to be laying down all the time. It's just, you need to sort of break it up and uh, sort of the chest fluid. <clears throat> so I had people helping me, um, and people were reaching out constantly, and that was very nice. Uh, but again, it, it was a pretty much miserable experience. This wasn't, you know, later in the day, later on in the experience, I could watch some Netflix and things like that. But uh, I'd say from I really had it bad. It was a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Those four days, I didn't do anything. I didn't. I didn't turn on the TV. Um, I just laid in bed. Yeah. And what advice would you give to people? Um, wisdom from your experience that you would share about COVID nineteen. Well, my first wisdom is don't get it. Uh, take the take the social distancing seriously. Take um, you know this sort of quarantine isolation period seriously. This is not a thing you want. Uh, a lot of people, you know, say to me after, like, oh, well, you must feel so good now. You have, like, the immunity. Well, there's a lot of questions about that. Um, you know, uh, the more research we do about this, there's really, there's some people who, up to 30% of people who had this might not have the really any substantial antibodies and could get it again. Uh, and I certainly felt like, I feel like if I were to get it again, because, again, I'm, I'm still having some sort of my lung issues <clears throat> i've actually pulled a muscle from coughing so much and it's just sort of a anytime i cough it's sort of a, a sharp pain from, from i just like tore something in my chest from coughing um so i can't imagine getting this again it would be awful uh but you know people are like well you like you have immunity you must feel like you know you're a superman now and i i don't really feel like that um i, I you know I'm, I'm maybe not as worried about it i can tell you my doctor said, you know, there's, you've had a severe case and so you've probably developed some antibodies. I'm looking forward to getting an antibody test. Um, but 
there's a lot of questions about the immunity and yeah, just, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that I can't get it again. Uh, but I, but my doctor did say if you were to get it again, I think it wouldn't be as severe. You might have some, some sort of immunity for a year or two, but there's just so many questions about this, this uh, virus. And, um, we really don't have any answers. We don't, we don't know what, you know, a long-term survivor of it looks like. We don't know if there's any long-term effects. Um, there very well could be heart issues. There very well could be lung issues. Um, this is, you know, obviously a new disease and, um, it could be something substantial. So my advice is don't get it. Uh, take it seriously. You don't want, you know, this whole idea that, well, I'll get it and I'll have immunity and everything will be fine. Man, I would, I would, I would highly recommend not getting it. It is not a fun experience. I know, again, everyone's experience with this is different, but take it seriously at any age. And, um, you know, maybe for some of your listeners too, you have to understand that it's not just, you know, you, you and your friends who can get it. It's your parents, it's your grandparents, it's random people. Um, and I, and actually I'll tell you one of the things I feel the best about, about getting this is I don't think I gave it to anyone. Um, and that's only because when I was basically asymptomatic, when I probably had it, I really wasn't going anywhere. I was taking it seriously myself, just sort of staying at home. Uh, and I'm, I'm very proud of the fact that I, I didn't, I don't think I gave it to anyone. Uh, I certainly hope I didn't. Um, I did go to a doctor's office to get a COVID test and that took uh, two weeks to get my results back. So, um, and by that time I was, I was basically fine and I did, you know, I was feeling much better. Um, in fact, it was only a few days after that, that the DC health department cleared me to, you know, basically move about the cabin that I, I didn't need to be in quarantine anymore. But, uh, yeah, the simple advice, just don't get this. Yeah, that's really good advice. Um, what are you looking forward to the most when things reopen? You know, <laughs> I've thought about this a lot. There's a lot of little things. I'd love to go to a restaurant and just sit and have a nice meal. Uh, you know, I've been I have been cooking a lot, and that's that's fun. Um, I've gotten plenty of takeout. Always fun too. But I'd love to go to a nice meal. Um, I'd love to go to a sports game. You know, it's I'm in a, fan, a very competitive fantasy baseball league, and it's been tough to not have sports. So I'm looking forward to sports coming back. I'm certainly looking forward to you know a nice restaurant, a nice meal. Uh, and and honestly, the other thing is just I think the anxiety of this. I think a lot of people are anxious about things. Um, you know, it, I, I'm in media, right? So a lot of people are losing their jobs. Uh, this is a tough time. You know, when we're losing six million jobs per week or so, uh, this is uh, very tough economic times, and I, I think that we really can't overlook the, those effects. That um, when we actually are truly out of the woods here, and I, and I, I do worry that we're going to sort of reopen things too early, and we're going to have many different waves of this. Um, you know, basically the virus flaring up and, and going through these curves one again and again and again if we open up prematurely and I think it's I, I, I think it, this isn't something that um, it's just you know magically overnight the country's going to reopen and restaurants are going to be open I think this is sort of a staged a, a staggered approach to it and um, slowly some things will open some things will remain closed some people will stay in isolation some people will sort of um, 
you know, go about a more normal life. But this is going to be, I think, a longer process. But, um, you know, I look forward to the day when we can all sort of move on with our lives and have a, a normal uh, feeling about things and not have that anxiety. Yeah. Now, while stalking your Twitter profile, I saw that you watched New Girl. <laughs> Um, if you had to, if you got to pick a character to meet from the show, who would you pick and why? Well, am I, am I picking a character or an actor or a character, a character, like, you know, I, 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 I'm not proud of the fact that I really have enjoyed the new girl, uh, but there's something so comforting about just a 22 minute episode of, you know, just some, some dumb laughs. Um, it's a, it's a funny show. Uh, I, I, I think you know, I hate to say this, but I actually really like Schmidt, uh, and um, he's just—he's sort of a joy as a character for me. Uh, now I'm only—I'm finishing up. I think I just finished the third season because these seasons have like 23 or 24 episodes. So these are yeah. substantial seasons. Um, so I, I just started the fourth season, and I don't like—don't ruin it for me. I but, won't. I won't. Um, I, uh, CC and, and Buster just broke up and that's, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming Schmidt and CC end up together. And I, I also assume that Nick and, uh, Jess also end up together, but, uh, right now everyone's sort of broken up at the moment, but I, I, I like Schmidt. I like all the characters. I, I, um, you know, Nick is sort of a lot of fun for me. Uh, yeah. even Jess can be, you know, charming in her, um, sort of like, Bambi eyes thing that she does. Yeah. There's this one episode of New Girl where uh, Nick starts dating this lawyer. You might remember this. Yeah, I Julia. Think it's like the first or second season. Yeah, Julia. And she sort of just pegs her perfectly. Like, she, you know, your whole, like, oh, I'm always making cupcakes and knitting things. Yeah. You know? I'm um, so naive. Does that really work for you? Yeah, right, right. Your whole, yeah, naivete of this. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and I, I, I think that's sort of perfect I, I i'm a little bit annoyed by that whole aspect of jess but i appreciate that they are also able to see it and like poke fun at it sometimes too um yeah yeah i couldn't agree with you more schmidt in my opinion is hands down the best character um just honestly i can't imagine being able to take yourself so seriously about the little things Right. So I, someone asked me recently about, um, like, why do I like this show? <clears throat> and I really don't have a good answer. I kind of hate myself for liking it. But one of the things I, I, do, I do appreciate about it is I think it's like, it's sort of a, uh, I use the, I use the term, this is, this is a very full of myself term, but it's like a prolonged meditation on, the consequences of everyone sort of being cool in relationships and, I'm, and by relationships, I mean, we're actual relationships and friendships. Like everyone wants to be cool. Like the cool guy, like, Oh, it's cool. If you're talking to other girls or no, it's cool. Like you want to go do this. And, and really everyone wants to not be cool. <laughs> and they're, they're constantly having to sort of deal with, um, you know, again, the consequences of, of like that sort of, no, it's chill. It's awesome. And things aren't chill, and, and there's sort of the, the comedy of that whole part. So I appreciate that there may be something more substantial, but it's also, you know, they, that show does not take itself too seriously. It can do really whatever it wants. 
uh, and they they deliver some fantastic one-liners occasionally that you know just are perfect. Yeah, I have to say that my favorite line from the show is when Schmidt says, "Where are my dinner moccasins?" I just think that's <laughs> the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember this one line he had uh, from some episode last night. I was watching The New Girl last night, and uh, yeah, there's a few of them, but I, I, nothing's coming to mind right now. But yeah, there's occasionally some great ones. I, I also really like Winston. Yeah. Uh, he's a lot of fun too, and he and and I lo- actually I think his character really came into his own later. Now again, I'm only in like the I think I'm in the beginning of the fourth season. I feel like initially they kind of just made Winston out to be like, oh, he's the cool guy at basketball. Yeah, from lots of and, and he really develops, sort of, yeah. Yeah, he sort of takes on a little bit of a Nick vibe of like this, like, I'm a failure, but I'm going to deal with it thing. Yeah. Um, so, I, think he uh, also, I appreciate that. I think he also grabs a little bit of Jess's like joy and um, just like happiness, like his whole relationship with Ferguson. Um I think is sort of relating to Jess totally. in a way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Mr. Fuller. Of course. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you for listening to Knee Deep Podcasts. Interviews today for tomorrow. Follow us on Twitter at Knee Deep Podcast.